0: But what can they specifically do on the Bumble profile to make you swipe right? Be hot. <laughs> all right, guys, you heard it here first. <laughs> Be hot. I hate
1: mirror. simple I as hate that. mirror. Okay. We can talk about the future. We could look back at our past. We can talk about all subjects with enthusiasm on surpass. Sometimes we'll talk in pro. Sometime we'll sing in rhyme, but we will guarantee you will have a very rocking good time. It's the post podcast
0: from the heart. Just you know it's a work in progress. Yeah. It's just uh it was beautiful. Uh, Taurus, but not for <laughs> Louisiana, man. That's all I
1: know. So,
0: my mind. sing it, Lauren. Let's all dance. If you're going to play in Texas, gotta have a fiddle in the band. All right, We're straight from Texas, we have ex Tina Coward in the house. Woo! And in
1: other words, Texas, you mean Miami. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> all right i was born in miami and i was raised there so definitely the first there christina let's be real why don't you tell the fans how
0: we know each other and then we'll get down to the nitty-gritty of why you came all the way to dc to do this podcast
1: well we met in college um our sophomore year of college because we both ran not ran what is it called again rushed Mm -hmm. a sorority delta 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 everyone. Um,
0: try delta everyone yeah. has.
1: And um, I think we became friends first at a Lambda Chi social, right? Yeah, I like found you in the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is history. And the rest, oh wait, and then we ended up living together for a year where I made you cry multiple times. And somehow, you still wanted to be my friend. Yeah, Christina is known
0: as what people some people call a chonga. I don't feel comfortable explaining what a chonga is because I don't know. Why don't you? It's do it? just
1: like a it's a term or word they use in Miami just to make fun of make fun of like a really like girl that's into like
0: fat, like lots of makeup and like no, spends not a lot of time even. In her hair. It's, it's like basically like a tacky like Miami girl. Which is, like, the quintessential Christina. Totally. So what are your opinions on dating apps?
1: On dating apps, I like them. All of them. All of them? Actually, I don't use Tinder. But you use Bumble? I use Bumble. Um, I just recently got into the league, but I haven't ever met up with anybody on it yet. It's, like, not very good because you only get, like, three guys a day. (laughs) How many guys (laughs) would you prefer to have a day? Like, a hundred. Duh. Okay,
0: so what do you, you use bumble and hinge and you just got on the league? What else is there? Actually
1: I ended up deleting my hinge. I've met people off of it, but like I, I don't like it as much either. Why? I don't I just think bumble is so much easier to use. Just there's just so many people at one time. I need multiple options. Christina
0: needs a lot of stimulation. Okay, so we've gotta break this down a little bit. Kay. Have you had a successful relationship from a dating app?
1: A successful relationship
0: from a dating app? like um, were you guys going steady? No. I have not. People think that with apps you see what's out there so it helps you better select what you want. But I think it's the opposite. Like I think you
1: just see that there are thousands of options. Have you read have you read or heard of Aziz Ansari's dating book? No. It's actually really good. It like goes into detail with all that and he like actually comes out with all kinds of statistics and stuff, but it's basically about how dating is so hard. Like there's a part in the book. Dating is so hard because there are so many options out there, and everyone just doesn't commit as easily, or like doesn't stay committed because there's always an expect next best thing out there. Mm-hmm. That's
0: discouraging.
1: Very discouraging. Uh, this is sorry, that's did I just conversation?
0: <laughs> did I just kill all your dreams? Um, we're gonna post a picture of Christina. <laughs> she is single, and so. If you guys are interested in dating her, please email me at dogoodfeelgoodshow at gmail.com. I'll hook you up with her information. Mm, What are you looking for in a man? You have to tell me in a second. I gotta pause the date. This is a fluffy podcast. I'm just kidding. Really? I'm just kidding.
1: I'm not talking anymore, though. You have
0: to. No, I have to cut fluff from all of them. I gotta only give the fans the die hard, sick, interesting content. Whatever. Okay. Christina, tell me now what what do the men out there need to put on their their profiles to make you all about it
1: all about it they have to be funny
0: that's one of my top qualities too. and
1: but when i mean by funny it has to be like sarcastic humor like mine they have to be really into their family um they have to be very motivated when it comes to their job and their career
0: Um, And you can find, you can discover all of this from the profile?
1: From their profile on Bumble? No, of course not.
0: But what can they specifically do on the Bumble profile to make you swipe right? Be hot. (laughs) All right, guys, you heard it here first. (laughs) Be hot.
1: (laughs) I hate. It's as simple I as hate that. mirror. Okay, guys, mirror pictures are never, ever, ever okay. Me neither.
0: I mean, if I see a mirror picture, automatic swipe. Yeah, works.
1: I don't care how hot you are. I don't care how rich you are. I don't care how smart you are. You are out the moment I see a mirror <laughs> selfie. It's so sad because some guys claim that
0: they just. But that means that no. they just don't hang out with their friends, and they can't ask that their friends. That means
1: to- they're a loser. Oh my gosh. This so, is the chonga coming out right now. No, seriously. Come on. One, either you love yourself way too much or two, you have no friends to be <sighs> in your pictures in your Bumble. Did you hear that sound? Christina's
0: text messages <laughs> go off every single 10 seconds and they have been for the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. She's never put her phone on silent. So popular. Do you still not put your phone on silent at night when you go to sleep? No, I do. I All put right, it on vibrate. Right? God. I didn't do that in college. I don't think so. Yeah. Other things that I don't really like are when guys do a weird, like, like trying to look cute with their mouth and like squeeze their mouth to the side. Like, hmm? you know, and like they <laughs> think that it's like a, it's like, what?
1: Like, I don't even know how to describe what I face I know exactly it. what it's, you're saying. It's like, I'm kind of weird. It's like, I'm quirky. No, it's not that they're, it's just because I, they're just awkward. They don't know what Because, first of all, selfies are weird to begin with, so the fact that someone's taking one (laughs) makes it weird, so then they just don't even know what face to make, and that's what ends up coming out. Like, they're like, (laughs) (laughs) we'll
0: take a picture and we'll post it so you guys understand what face it is. Okay, so...
1: (sighs) My ex-boyfriend used to do the stupidest selfie picture faces. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take a. You cannot put a picture of him up on the internet.
0: Okay. I don't. Un- I don't understand boundaries when it comes to privacy. Well, I just. No, I really don't. What are you doing to better the world?
1: Um. So. I think the best way to better the world is to start at the very beginning, and that's with children. Mm -hmm. So I volunteer at this program in Miami called Guardian Ad Litem, and I'm basically just an advocate for foster children or for kids who get taken out of their original parents' homes or whoever's homes it is. Um, Because basically, when you go to court, the state has someone to represent represent them, and the parents have someone to represent them. So my job is to basically speak for the kid. So I like know all their history. I like take them out places. I follow their schoolwork. Like basically everything that a parent would do and should do. And so I advocate advocate for them in court when they go to court just to speak on what I think is best for them. Or where they should be placed or certain things like that. So
0: are you visitor homes or are you, is it like a center?
1: No, you'll actually go into the home so you'll go where the kid is at whether that be they're in the foster home or they're going through a process of being like basically getting their like being getting out of the system like mm-hmm. if they get replaced with their parents again you go and visit them there too like just to make sure their, their environment is okay and things like that That seems
0: like a very intensive like, volunteer opportunity. Like, that's a... I feel like it's a lot of responsibility to it be in is. your
1: hands. That's why I only have one case right now, because it is a lot. And he actually... I haven't been as involved with it lately, because my uh, my case ended up... I don't know legally how much I'm allowed to talk about it, I Don't guess. talk about the actual case. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to. So, when I... So, my kid lives... When he was down here in Miami, I would... There was a point in time where he was staying in the children's shelter. So I'd go visit him in the children's shelter in Miami. And then I'd take him, like, rollerblading sometimes or to the movies. Um, legally, you're, you have to see them at least once a month. So,
0: What is the, like, process for getting selected? Because I feel like, obviously, you need a background check and they need to make sure that you're qualified. In- yeah.
1: So, well, I mean, anyone can volunteer, but they did do a background check on me and I had to go through training. Yeah. Which, it was a week long, and I went, like, every single night after work from, I think it was, like, 5.30 to, like, 10 o'clock at night for, for a week, and then you got sworn in in the courthouse, and then you get an advisor, and then they match you with, like, a case that's either in your area or someone that they think you'd be good with.
0: And then are you, like, analyzing their living situations and, like, helping to make a decision of, like, whether or not they should go live with their parents again?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not ultimately the one who makes that decision. The judge makes that decision, but the judge does... That's the purpose of us. The judge takes into account what I have to say about it. And is the child in the courtroom when you're saying this? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Are the parents? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. It depends on the situation. It depends on the case. Sometimes the parents are in jail and they're not released yet. They... The times when the kids are not there are usually because it's during school hours and they don't like to pull the kids out of school, so. That
0: seems like a, like an emotional roller coaster.
1: It is. Like, have you
0: ever made a decision that a child shouldn't go back with their parents and had to make that, like, make your recommendation when the parents were in the room?
1: No, because I've, I haven't gotten that far into it and I hope I never really have to make that decision. But... They always what they do teach you in training though is that the child is better off like no matter what always with their own family with their own parents really because the system is
0: like corrupt or no
1: just because there's nothing like the bond and from your like from a real parent um and most of the time which is like kind of sad sometimes there's children who've been abused who've been neglected and they still just want to be back with their parents even if it's not necessarily right or best for them. Wow,
0: it's but in that situation you would obviously... That that situation,
1: situation. yeah, sorry. They would obviously (laughs) be pulled out, but it's just sad because these parents treat these kids however they want and they still love them and still want to be with them. The kids. The kids, yeah. yeah. Like the one, one kid I had, he was being abused by his father, and you would ask him, like, who's your best friend? And he goes, my dad. Oh my gosh. I know, so... Do you think that you'll
0: stay in contact with kids, like, in the future?
1: I hope so. I want to. But I also, like, understand, like, a lot of these kids, as they get older, they want to be normalized as much yeah. as possible. In talking to me is not normal. Right. So. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's a real struggle to talk to the uh, Shut up. So, um,
0: how did you discover this program? And, like, what inspired you to do it?
1: So, it was when I... Was going through the first part of my breakup with my last boyfriend. And I was, like, very upset about it. And I wanted to do something to make me feel better. So I started researching ways to volunteer. And children are my favesies. Mm -hmm. Without sounding super creepy.
0: If you want uh, Christina to mother your child, you can also (laughs) email me about that. I
1: would. I'd be the number one mom. But, yeah, I really love kids. And... I would do anything for a child. So, I started... forgot it was, like, some website I found that it's, like, ways to volunteer and everything. And you, like, type in the things, like, you want to work with. And I put in children. And I had tried Big Brother, Big Sister before. But I... I'm. It's a great organization, I'm sure. But I wanted to work with kids who had... didn't have as much. Like, I feel like in Big Brothers, they still have parents and everything, right? You're just kind of a guardian for them.
0: I'm not... I don't, I'm not, like, an expert on this organization. Oh.
1: Well, I think... I just wanted to, like, get, like, handed the worst of the worst cases. So, like, you could have, like, a bigger impact? Exactly, yeah. Because I wanted to be a bigger impact and a bigger... I wanted to help people who don't have a... Sh- not people. Children mm-hmm. who didn't have a shot any other way. So
0: you believe in this case people should get a hand up, not a handout.
1: Yes. No? Because, but okay, yes, I do, but that's because I personally am volunteering willingly volunteering my time and to help them and I'm not being forced to do it.
0: Okay. Christina is looking at me with like a very sassy face, and she just pointed her little finger to my... let, to make this point. Um, so I think what Christina's really saying is she's a Trump supporter.
1: <laughs> I am not a Trump supporter. <laughs> I am a supporter of the Republican Party. Was I happy about Trump's nomination? No. Am I happy that Trump is president? No. But am I happy that a Republican is president? Yes.
0: The message boards are going to go there goes wild. There guys,
1: all of my dating <laughs> The internet prospects exploded. That just did. You guys don't
0: send me threats. I don't want that. <laughs>
1: I just flat out said I don't I mean, he is my president, so I'm going to respect that. But he wasn't my first choice. Who was? I really like Ben Carson and um Jeb Bush. I've what? always been a Bush I met Jeb Bush when back when he was running for governor of Florida, like when I was in middle school. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: One of our former con um one of our former co-hosts, Mario, he actually is the executive director of Habitat at Greater Miami. He's oh, really? Like good friend- he's like super liberal and really on the left, but he's good friends with Jeb with Bush. Jeb. So he like goes golfing with him and stuff.
1: Yeah, Jeb's a good guy. I can see that. Good on you, Jeb. Go, Jeb! It's your
0: birthday. All right. I have a li- I have some. We actually did receive an email with questions. This is not a lie. This is our first email from a fan. What? Uh, I, I put out some questions to all the fans and asked them to submit some stuff about dating. So um, this person is called Dating in My 30s, and she has so many questions.
1: Okay, well, and she let's wants help us, her out. she wants
0: us to long walk her on the beach and help her figure out what these dating terms mean. Okay. I'm going to stop this date because we have to switch. I've experienced that. All right, here are some <laughs> dating terms. Okay. What do these things mean? First, Sunday night fever.
1: Okay, how old is this person? They're dating in their 30s. You have to just, the first thing that comes Sunday to, night fever? What does it mean? Just... Sunday <laughs> night fever. Like, you're feenin', You're like a cat in heat. and need to get some on a Sunday night. You, Momo moved as I said that.
0: Momo is <laughs> oh, getting
1: uncomfortable. Alright, the next one is called,
0: it's free climbing. What does that mean?
1: What? <laughs> free climbing? Yeah. Like, you ever seen that scene in Bridesmaids where it's just like, I'm going to climb that like a tree?
0: Whoa! (laughs) These are dirty, dating in my 30s. What the
1: heck? (laughs) that's the first place my mind goes. We're
0: going to have to put some warnings out. The kids are going to need to go to their rooms. Yeah, totally. Okay, what about squatting in the water?
1: What does that mean? Dude, I'm going to start Googling this. Squatting in the water? I don't know when someone pees in a pool. (laughs)
0: But it has to do with dating, so is so it like you're like first on date? a
1: first date in the ocean, and then you just like pee in the ocean together, and your pee swirls around and makes you yeah, become so one? it makes you become one. Wow,
0: that's that actually sounds romantic.
1: It does. If you guys
0: maybe had this like ideal first date: squatting in the water, squatting in the water. All right, the next one is called breadcrumbing. What does that mean?
1: Oh, I know this one. Really? Breadcrumbing, yeah, breadcrumbing. <laughs> I meant breadcrumbing. <laughs> oh my gosh! Ew. <laughs> so breadcrumbing is where the guy like gives you little pieces. Like he'll send you like a text here, or he'll like your Instagram picture here. Or he'll watch your story. Or he'll watch your story. So it's just to breadcrumb you to give you like little pieces to keep you like following. Okay,
0: but the thing is, I don't know if if watching a story is a breadcrumb. Like, is yeah, that a
1: breadcrumb? I think it's a breadcrumb because for some girls it is. But mostly I would say it's, like, liking a picture or things like that or sending a text message, like, instead of keeping up with Is he
0: intentionally, is he, does he know he's breadcrumbing or are you picking up the breadcrumbs and he just thinks that he's being a friend?
1: Um, it depends. If you were romantically involved at one point, if you went on a date or, like, you hooked up or you kissed, then it's definitely breadcrumbing. Like, it's not... So he, is he, does he have bad intentions? Like, he's just trying to string you along? Not always. Sometimes it's just a personality characteristic. Like, they just don't want to commit, so that's their way that they handle women. Oh, wow. Or other times. It's just, they're an asshole. And that's what they do. They string all these women along, so they never have to be alone. They always have something to pick from, because they have all these breadcrumb trails. Do you trails. think that
0: you've ever been guilty of breadcrumbing?
1: That I've been guilty of
0: doing yeah. it? No. I
1: feel
0: never. like, I mean, I, I think I might have subconsciously breadcrumbed a little to make sure that I kept,
1: like, a few options in the past. Possible, but I've just, I'm, like, very picky with who I spend my time with. It's not, like, I'm so great and perfect, I've yeah. never breadcrumbed anybody. Yeah. It's just because I...
0: Don't want to waste your time.
1: Not even, not, don't want to waste my time. I just think everyone's annoying.
0: Yeah, that's why I feel really honored that Christina's actually here giving me her precious time. Um, Next, now this one, I'm in real intrigued by this,
1: peacocking. Oh, peacocking. That's when you like put on your makeup and do your hair and like walk around with your butt out and your boobs out. So can, but can men be peacocks too? Yeah, they go get a haircut. They put on a swanky new outfit. They like make those like really cool Instagram faces, selfie faces at you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: do i do this okay so man there's been some peacock men in my life lately sounds like it and then what about watercolor
1: what watercolor it's when you go on a romantic painting date together sounds like something you'd be down with like you paint each other's bodies yeah naked i wonder if
0: anyone's ever done that Um, what about haunting slash zombieing? It sounds like the opposite of ghosting. Because ghosting
1: Exactly. Yeah. So haunting would be like a guy who won't leave you alone who like slides in your DMs over and over and over again even though you're not answering. What
0: if he slides into your brain?
1: What? Like what if So then he would be a murderer and you'd be dead.
0: I mean, not like you slid a knife like, not, your Like, not, like,
1: literally slid no. into your brain? No, like, I
0: mean, like, what, like, I think that people can be zombies that you no. are subconsciously...
1: No. They're haunting your thoughts and your heart. Yes. But that's not their fault, always. I'm still stuck on people I, I honestly, I
0: think that people can, by breadcrumbing, they end up zombieing because
1: no yes. not always because I would think zombieing and haunting someone is just showing up like over and over again when you don't want them to I know but if they breadcrumb you then they end up haunting your thoughts so
0: it's just a different kind of haunting
1: yeah okay yeah but, like then you, they would have, the- but then okay. they'd have two different there's two different meanings yeah. than There would be. next the next one is pied like p-i-e-d Oh my god. I don't all that's coming into my head are like dirty thoughts from American Pie. Okay, it's probably
0: accurate. And the last one is I'm kinda nervous about this. It's (laughs) called submarining.
1: Okay, I'm not even gonna go there because we know what that one means too. I don't. Oh my gosh. Seriously? Is it when you when you you, um, um, go is it when you
0: squat in the water in a submarine though?
1: No, it's when you go.
0: I really hope my mom doesn't listen to this episode.
1: Yep, me too. Okay. Hi, Candy. Huh. This
0: is not the way that I thought that the dating apps were gonna go. Yep. This is a real wild card of an episode.
1: It is. I feel You never know what you're gonna get with Triple X Tina. Whoa. 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 <laughs> what's your
0: what's your life mission statement?
1: My life mission statement?
0: Yeah, that's a question I ask our guests. Get Oh
1: no! Oh my god! (laughs) It's strong, goes out! I don't know what my life motto is. If I knew what my life motto was, I'd probably have a lot less problems in my life.
0: Maybe that's what we need to do. We need to get you a life mission statement, something to live for.
1: Nah, because I have too many sides of me to narrow it down to one.
0: If you guys are interested in dating 17 people in one, Christina's your girl. I do have multiple personalities. But what's an overarching thing in your life that is the most important thing to you? What does overarching mean? Like something that it's like all-encompassing. Like what what's motivating? Like the most motivating thing in your life? Like what's the most
1: important thing? To provide a roof for for my cat. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful.
0: <laughs> um so what I suggest to all of my guests is when they discover their life mission statement, they should put it in the signature of their email. So when they email people for business, profession, like pleasure, the emails that you'll be receiving after you, this ew. podcast gets released. Not like that kind of pleasure. Oh, excuse me. Also, why'd you say
1: ew? For pleasure? I don't want anyone sending me pleasure-earing emails. Why don't you like to experience
0: pleasure? Is this because you're asexual?
1: Yeah. I've decided
0: <laughs> I'm asexual now. Um... I don't You, like. you should put your, your life mission statement in the signature of your email, so... get fucked up? No. I live to put a roof over my cat's head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I also found my friends told me to stop telling people I have a cat on my dates. I've heard this too, and I disagree. I just... I don't give a flying shit if I, people know I have a cat. If you don't like my cat, then I don't like you.
0: Yeah, and I actually mentioned Momo in my dating profile because I just want it to be out of the
1: way. Yeah, so you technically don't know how many guys swiped the other way on you.
0: I, I mean, I'm, I'm doing pretty well, and I like the selections you, of my matches. You go, girl. Yeah. Now it's time for something
1: that we on the show like to call shit corner. I love shit. All right. I don't know if I want to say this. Well, I mean, everything in my life is pretty like okay and good right now. You, All right, let's
0: get down. Are you into calling that.
1: me a beauty queen?
0: Let's get into it. Okay. So I mean, you said okay, yesterday stay. you you drink some whey protein and you <laughs> ended up projectile vomiting. <laughs> That sounds pretty shitty. It
1: was pretty shitty. So I was visiting a friend, and she makes these really delicious and beautiful acai bowls. But I forgot to tell her that I was allergic to whey protein. Ooh.
0: Big mistake, Christina. You should always disclose your food allergies. I
1: know. And I got very sick when we were going to the winery, and the Uber was an hour long. We ended up having to pull over. And I had to puke my brains out inside of a 7-Eleven bathroom. Not my finest Did the Uber wait for you? He did, but then he started getting angry. Like, tell your friend to come back inside. Meanwhile, I'm puking in the bathroom. But the good news is once I got it all out of my stomach, I was perfectly fine. So. And then you still put wine on top? And then I put wine. Because it was literally, there was, like, nothing that could go in to fix it. It just had to come out. So once I vomited, it was fine. Just the way protein doesn't do well in my stomach. Wow. Now that's what I call a shit corner. That is a shit corner. But it's actually a barf corner.
0: <laughs> it's a barf. <laughs> All right, and so what's the inner tickle?
1: The inner tickle mm-hmm. is I got to see and hang out with so many friends this weekend. Yay! And that I like DC better now. Really?
0: Why didn't you yeah. like it before?
1: Well... The first time you came here... I had bad memories from it. So, now I have good memories here with you in D.C. Well, those were good memories, too. We had a lot of fun. Just... It was a hard time. Yes, it was. But we're also going to make
0: even better memories tonight when we go see Granny and Mm -hmm. the Boys. I really hope that we end up going to that concert. Shout out to Granny and the Boys.
1: Does anybody recommend any sleeping pills I can slip into or drink?
0: (laughs) I already have all the sleeping pills you could ever imagine, and they don't work.
1: Oh, too bad. I promise you, Christina, that
0: it's really fun to dance to. I don't want to dance. You just want to sit around? I'm going to cut this off now. Guys, hi. Hi, everyone. Hi. It's the do good, feel good. Sing with me now. Do good, feel good. It's the do, do good, good, feel good, good
1: show. show. It's sounded sad. Hacer
0: bien y sentirse bien. Muy bueno.